0: walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. As I was, as I was reading the text, um, I was taught to, I was minded and reading the text to begin in another direction, to what I have here. Uh, Bishop Minnes, I have an assignment um, to serve this organization as the superintendent, understanding that my immediate predecessor, the late great Bishop Longfoot Bethel, when I came in at 40, he was 80. Four years ago. And it's an interesting assignment, uh, Brother Mike, because with this assignment... I am stuck in Hebrews 11 and 6. I'm stuck there. Let me tell you, I'm a apostle of famine. I'm stuck there because we know what it says. It says, uh, but without faith, it's impossible. Don't shout too loud. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's not where I'm stuck because we understand that if you want to make God happy, you got to function in faith. All right. And when a man ways please him, he causes his enemies to be at peace with him. So it makes sense to please God. It's just good sense. But then uh, the writer goes into a little thing here that has me stuck. Because the writer says, he says, for they that come to God must believe that he is, that he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. That's where I'm stuck. Because as a 44-year-old uh, year leader of this 57-year-old movement that I was born into, all I know, I'm stuck with... A people on the one side. That are locked into the fact that he is. And then there's another side. That are believing for the reward. And and so on this side. They know him to be. A doctor in the sick room. They are always sick though. They know him to be a lawyer in the courtroom. But their children getting locked up. They, they, they know all these things about God and they would never question their God but they don't like the life that they have. But they are convinced that God is able. They believe that he is and in nothing you could tell them to convince them otherwise God is sovereign, omniscient, omnipotent, immutable God. Uh, this the crew on this side that if it snows in the Bahamas, they gonna be in service. Hurricane leaves Saturday at two a.m. I remember when Sunday morning after when Hurricane came through, we went to Cooper stairs that morning. It was leaves inside the church, leaves and water was on the carpet, but had full service. No current on, but had church because they were convinced that he is. But we're prepared to go and remain in a life of struggle, strife and misery. Hoping to get to heaven someday. And then there's another side now that I find myself in. And on this side we want our things. It's my money. And I want it now. It's my healing. And I want it now. It's my deliverance. And I want it now. That's this side. But this side they dared fickle. The temperature dropped from eighty-three to seventy-nine. It's too cold for church. The boyfriend didn't answer their text. They in depression. No, 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 no church today. So stuck in this place. We're on the one side. They believe they—they convince God can come through. They want miracle signs and wonders. But on this side, God, if you don't heal me, I'll still serve you. God, if it don't come through, I'm gonna still be here. I'm gonna be right here till my change come. And if it don't come, I ain't getting nowhere. And so I, I find myself trying, trying to balance these two sides. This. This almost dichotomy that we have going on here. How do you bring these two sides together? Um, and, and, and I believe that what God is saying, God says that without faith it's impossible to please me. And I'm trying to raise up a people that live in both. A people, Bishop Newry glad to see you, sir, that are convinced that he is. But I also know that he's a rewarder of them, that diligently seek him. The Bible declares that the enemy cometh to steal, kill and destroy, but I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I am convinced that that is not just heaven. Because the enemy is not stealing, killing and destroying in the afterlife. He's stealing, killing and destroying here. So if there is an abundant life, it must be a response to what the enemy is doing in the earth. So how do we communicate this to cause now a younger generation that one day thinks how do we sober them up? To understand that there are going to be some seasons where, where you have a word. You feel the hair stand up the back of your neck. Fire in your belly. Got a confirmation from the prophet. And the next apostle. And the little prayer meeting you went through. And the money you sent online. And you got your confirmations, but it seemed like God ain't gonna come through for you. How do I now handle this? How do I I'm trying to get a balance established, and in the midst of this, there is an enemy that sees that we are not grounded in faith, and so the enemy's observing that our our faith stance is not balanced. So he says, let's see how we can get them off balance. And we said this on Wednesday. And what he does is he tries to put us in a place of fear. Mm. This is the environment that we find ourselves in today. That I said this on Wednesday. I'll say it again. It bears repeating. That in the last 24 months, fear has been legitimized and normalized. The greatest travesty of COVID-19, I understand the jobs that were lost and the businesses that were closed down and all the things that the churches that were closed down, I believe the greatest travesty of COVID-19 is that we have accepted fail. It is okay to be scared. It is okay to play it safe because you got to use wisdom. Uh, so there, there, there's, a, there's a, a fear that's been legitimized to the point now where we are living under almost an atmosphere of fear. And this has been the strategy of the devil from day one. He wants to cause you to question your faith. This is what he did with Eve. He says to Eve, did God say? I want you to, I want you to question what God has said. And that's important because faith is based on what God says. The whole idea of faith is that God says something. We stand on what God says. So the devil always wants us to now question, did God really say? That's not exactly. He didn't mean he would really heal you. He meant he'll heal you when you die and go to heaven. Mm, he, He didn't mean exactly what he says. And so we have this gospel of fixing it to make it more palatable. So much so that we have taken the super out of the gospel and so now the gospel is natural. Yeah, we we no longer we no longer believe in the supernatural power of God. And so when we preach stuff like the man, let me preach to y'all, like the man with the withered hand. Remember that story? Yeah, And we preach the man whose hand was withered. Uh, What we have done, because we have become anti-supernaturalists, even though we're in the church, what we will do, Ben Pratt, is that we will say, Luke, the doctor, declares that the man, it was his right hand. Luke says it was his right hand, and the right hand is the hand of your authority. And so what the Bible was trying to tell you was that there was somebody in there whose authority was withered up. But the revelation is touch your neighbor, slap him five times and tell him you're getting your strength back. And then the church jump and the church shout and we have taken what is supernatural and make it carnal and philosophical and make it an ideal and a concept. And so now there's a people that don't believe in the true power of God that causes supernatural things to happen. We no longer consider the fact that there actually was a dude in church. We 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 make the story of Lazarus illustrative. (laughs) We make deep points about Lazarus and we tell people Apostle Farman, your money about to live. (laughs) We tell them your job about to live, or your family about to live, (laughs) your business about to live. No, Lazarus was dead. A person. And the book was very clear, I didn't the book says he was dead and stink. Started to decay. And so we have to be careful, glory to God, as we function in this atmosphere of fear, that we don't factor out the supernatural. We have to be so very careful. Paul says, I didn't come to you with this excellency of speech. I didn't come to you with man's wisdom, but I came with you to you with a demonstration of the spirit and of power. The Bible says that when 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 when, when the with the brother's name, when Simon went through Philip, sorry, when Philip went to Samaria in Acts chapter 8, the Bible says, and the people gave heed to him, hearing and seeing. One more time, the people gave heed to him because they was not just hearing a good word, they were seeing power manifest. And there has been a suspension of power. Hmm. See, we got to understand, I said this some conventions ago, that um, it is important that we feed people. We need food banks. We We need to have them. But if we don't feed them, Devon, somebody else will. I'm coming, I'm coming. It's important that we have clothes banks where people could come to get clothes. The church must have them in place, and that's what we do, we all do, and we have clothed them. But if our clothes bank closed down, somebody else gone. It's important that when people get in financial destitution and they want to get put out, that they can come to the church to get some assistance. If we have the ability, it's important that we have the, the financial wherewithal to be able to give them some assistance and some financial training and some budgeting skills. That's It's important that we have back to school programs and homework programs and computer labs to help our children. But if we shut our labs down, There's somebody else that will open a lab. The problem is there is only one agency in the earth that has been authorized by God Ah, to invade the very gates of hell because the Bible declares upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. There's only one agency in the earth Mm. That has the authority, that has the authority now when a devil is rampant and busy and causing men to roll over women with cars. Uh, that's not natural. That's demonic. When 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 a young man can shoot a lady and then shoot himself, that's not natural. That is demonic. Uh, you cannot arrest a Oh God, we in trouble. God Almighty. God, I, I, I won't get to my notes. We cannot imprison a spirit. And so we understand what it is that our acting prime minister has to do. We understand the role of our opposition leader and they got to do their job. But understand this. While we are in these conferences and I call on the government to this and I call on the government to that. While we call calling on the government, the Bible says the earth is groaning. <sighs> She got yeah. While we're having our conferences, and we're saying, I call on the government, and I call an opposite a leader, and I call on this one. And I'm, the Bible says, The earth is calling on the church and saying, Where, 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 where is the church? where, where the earth is groaning. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who are the sons of God? They that are led by the spirit of God. These are the sons. And the earth is groaning. Saying where they at. Somewhere along the line. Understand. Uh, but, but, but he from the grove he knows Sunday morning is for teaching and Sunday night Josie didn't give you no six points he's preach welcome to Sunday night listen man that we, we, we have to be careful beloved in our desire to be relevant in our in our desire To be accepted, we have to be careful that we don't lose our identity as the church. Because when we don't do our job, nobody else can. It doesn't matter how they try, nobody else can. We are the only agency. Glory to God that has been ordained of God to divide asunder soul and spirit. We are the only agency that have the ability to wield the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. We have been authorized by God, only us. So, let me... Um... uh, Let's talk about faith for a second. Then again, just try to. I really just came to make six declarations and stop. So I'm just setting the stage for the six declarations and then we're we gone. Harris, let's talk about faith for a little bit. In that understanding then, we have to be careful because we have made faith natural. We have made faith carnal. Now watch this. Your Bible says in Hebrews 10 and 38, he says, The just shall live... By faith, that's what it says, right? Well, then Galatians 5 and 25 says this. He says, we should live in the spirit. If we live by faith and we live by the spirit, I did some math. If you put those two simultaneous equations together, when you work them out together, that says then there has to be a congruence between spirit and faith. That faith then has to be spiritual. Spiritual. We can't be throwing faith around as though it's just something that you can just pick up on the street. No, faith is very particular. Faith is very meticulous because faith does not function outside of a word from the Lord. And watch this now. We can. Oh boy, I'm going to get in trouble now. Might as well get all the way in trouble. Uh, faith only comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God here is the problem if faith came by understanding the Bible that means these lecturers in these universities that teaching a whole lot of contrary nonsense they would be full of faith now understand this you could know your Bible and still not have faith because the Bible and the word of God is not always synonymous Ah, let's fix it watch this now Jesus says when he's tempted by the devil he says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, John 6 and 63. He says, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. You could read this from Genesis to maps and understand every comma, every Hebrew, every Greek. But if the spirit of God, which is the spirit of truth, if he does not guide you into all truth, you only know Bible. And knowing Bible does not produce faith. It's only knowing the word of God and you cannot know the word of God through a carnal lens. Oh, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. I know I'm throwing them out if you read them when you get a chance. It says this, that they cannot discern spiritual things because they cannot be discerned naturally. <laughs> I'm almost there. So he says, first thing to tell them, please tell the convention, faith is spiritual. So we're going to leave you by faith. You can't leave you with a carnal mindset. You've got to be determined now to spend time in prayer because you don't develop faith and be God, <laughs> That it requires you to spend time in a spiritual dimension so that faith comes because faith only comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the word of God is only heard by the spirit. I have not seen, neither have I heard. Hath it entered the heart of man the things that God has restored for, prepared for us, but he has revealed them to us by his, that's 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 okay so the second thing he says uh, that we need to understand about faith number one, the first thing to understand about faith is faith is spiritual, say faith is spiritual yes, very important, the next thing is this one used to get me is that faith produces rest I, I struggled in church um, like you brother Pintock, I didn't want to get too safe I didn't want to get too safe because everybody that I saw was, that was safe they wasn't happy Seem as though the same they get the matter. they was. Oh Lord, y'all ain't just saying. <laughs> if you want, you want, you want, you want to see some mad people, go to prayer meeting. Oh, you, I'm talking, but they face turn up, wrench, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. I mean, just mad. Enter into his cake with thanksgiving. Entered his courts with praise. I'm saying, but why are you so mad? That, that is not, that is not um, consistent. Uh, Simeon Hall says it's not concomitant with your declaration about who you are. Because if the Bible says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest, how is it that you got so much God and you got so much anger? Don't touch your neighbor because they're scared of COVID, but just look in that direction. Ask them, why are you so mad? Why? Why? Uh, when. Why? Why, why is it that you save and you got no friends on the job your justification for not having no friends because you're so holy that is foolishness the bible says that people like Jesus oh, I, uh, no I see on my job they don't understand they anointing on my life See, they don't understand the fire got on me. So, so that's why I can't mix and mingle with them because I can't be contaminated. Well, Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 when you function in faith, it produces rest. Yes. See, that's why one of the words for blessed, someone say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. One of the words for blessed is to be envied. Yes. That means someone looks at your life and say, I want that life. Ah, look at the next neighbor now and under your mask ask them who wants your life? If ain't nobody wants your life stop lying but how blessed you are. Because if the blessing is on you, you got to have someone saying, boy, I want the life they have. If the oil of God is really on you, and you truly functioning in faith, someone somewhere should be saying, boy, I want that life. Most of us say, folk people this and say, boy, if that's what being saved is, I'm coming. Hmm. Parenthetically, your sweat doesn't please God, your rest does. Failing to live in rest confirms the absence of your faith. Because faith allows us to be in the middle of a storm and asleep on a pillow filled with water read your bible mark chapter 4 the bible says that the boat was filled with water and jesus had drool coming down the side of his face knocked out snoring and i don't know where he find his pillow from but anyway he is asleep on a pillow in the middle of a storm because that's what rest does for you my god some of us we have allowed the world to not be able to find the church in the last 24 months because they stress we stress they panic we panic they scared. We scared. Lord, where is the church? Thank you for tuning in to the Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CHRE's Auditorium, located Minnie Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at Facebook.com/slash The Life Experience or Instagram, hashtag LWCBahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.